Welcome to the Authentic Online Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Ruthie Gray, and I have a question for you. Do you have a new business or perhaps a newly revamped business, but not a website? You know you need one, but it's just one more thing in the growing list of entrepreneurial duties. And somehow it always gets shoved to the back of the line. If this is you, then you're going to love our topic today, how to create a simple one-page website with my guest, website design expert, Lori Lyons of ignitingyourbusiness.com and the Encore Entrepreneur Podcast. Listen in. Welcome to Authentic Online Marketing with Ruthie Gray. Growing awareness for your blog, podcast, book, or product involves more than dancing to reels and yelling, buy my thing. This show models quality over clamor so you can put your spin on your message and market in a way that feels authentic to you because nobody wants to sound like an infomercial. And now, here's your host, Ruthie Gray. How to create a simple one-page website. Okay, so today Lori shares how she started her own website design business at age 52, proving that it's never too late to learn new skills and make a career change, which y'all know around here, we advocate that in the emptiness stage. But the real magic in this episode is how a simple one-page website can revolutionize how small business owners present themselves online. And when I say small business owners, I'm talking to you, writers, authors, podcasters, speakers, bloggers, and creatives, as well as those of you who sell physical products and services. Lori's Insight provides fantastic tips for anyone considering a one-page website for their business, including choosing the right platform like WordPress, Wix, or Squarespace. So if you're ready to take your online presence to the next level, make sure to listen to this full episode and stay till the end so you can find out how to watch the entire video of this training. Because this is just one segment of it from inside my mentorship. And it doesn't include all the valuable answers to our members' questions about topics like moving content from an old website to your one page, effective tagging for blog posts, how to get an effective photo shoot, plus several other simple solutions to the seemingly big questions all of us have at one time or another on our website journey. And now here is our conversation with Lori Lyons of IgnitingYourBusiness.com. I'm Lori Lyons and I own Igniting Your Business. We are a website design agency and I learned how to do websites when I was 52. Because I went to work for a digital marketing company. I had no clue what they did. I just know that I was supposed to be an account manager and take care of clients, which I'm good at, which that was my thing. But I discovered as I was working with these clients and gathering assets and, you know, kind of figuring my way through this, that if I started learning how to do the website part of it, then I could make life easier for my clients and for the company. Because Kathy, if you called and said, hey, I just need this sentence change because I've no longer been in business 20 years, now it's 25 years. Can you change that? Then if I learned how to do that, then I wouldn't have to 
put that ticket in the system and take seven days to do it. I could do it on the fly and, and everybody would be much happier. So I started doing that. And then I started thinking, hey, this is a little bit of fun. And so I started asking a lot of questions and I started figuring things out and I started YouTubing and I started, I got WordPress for dummies and literally figuring it all out. And then I thought, huh, I'm going to try playing around with building my own website. It was horrible, but I did it. And then my boss called me in after I'd worked there for about three years and said, you know, we're going to go in another direction. I need somebody who's more technical. So see ya. And so I'm like, hmm, what he didn't know was that I was becoming technical as I was working there. So I, you know, like two months later, I had a call from a guy I went to high school with. I had been calling on him as a potential customer for the company. And he said, you know, I just, I finally decided to redo my 13-year-old website from 2002, but you're no longer at the company. Where are you? Or what are you doing? And I said, well, I'm no longer there, but I'm now designing websites. And I said, would you like for me to design your website? Now, keep in mind, I was, you know, I was redesigning a 13-year-old website, so it could only go up. So I did. He paid me. And I said, in all transparency, I've only done one in my life. And I said, so it might take a while. He said, I've waited 13 years, a couple more months. Is it going to hurt me? So we did. In fact, I met with him this morning and we are looking at redesigning his my first website I built for him. So it kind of led there. You just never know where things are going to go. But I've discovered over the years after working with a bunch of clients that there's a lot of misinformation we have about websites, especially when we're beginning business owners. We think that we have to go out and the first thing we have to do, we get our name and then we find out who our clients, we figure out where we're going to sell. And then we have to have a website. And you feel like you got to have this 500 page website because you got to put everything that you have on the website or or clients aren't going to find you. But I give my clients permission to say, especially new business owners, don't do that because things change. Take the pressure off of yourself. Your priority right now is getting clients. Your priority right now is getting cash flow in. Your priority is not building a website to rival Coca-Cola. You just don't need it right now. What I propose to a lot of my clients is a one-page website. And there's a lot of things that that will do for you. Couple of fun statistics is 96% of your potential clients will learn about your business online. 62% of customers, your potential clients, will ignore you if you don't have a website. And not having one is seen as being distressful. 38% will stop interacting with a poorly designed website. And 38.5% of your clients will judge you based on how your website looks. So it's important to still have some kind of digital presence without feeling like you have to overwhelm this and do this big thing. You know, the other side of my clients say, well, why do I need one when social media is free? I'm on social media. Why do I need a website? I can be out in social media. And Ruthie and I had this conversation yesterday (laughs) in that social media is rented real estate. Totally stole that from Amy Porterfield because it's true. Social media is rented real estate. You don't own the clients you have on there. So what you want to do, we were talking a little bit about this, is you want to get your clients, social media is wonderful to promote the brand, to start getting your message out there and to do all the stuff that you do with social media. But you want to take them off your social media and put them on your website so that you can put them in your email list. And you have to send them someplace, whether you send it to a landing page or a one-pager or a website All of those are websites. A landing page is still a website because it's got to be online and it, you know, it's still, there's some distinctions and we won't take the time to go into that. 
But with a website, you want to be where your where your clients are, whether that's on or with a, a digital presence, you want to be where your clients are, whether that's on social media or on YouTube or any of the other the other platforms. But what you want to do is bring them off because what happens is when somebody starts finding you, they will Google you first and your social media and your website and your LinkedIn and all of that will come up. So then they're going to start going and finding out about you. And they might say, okay, let me, Kathy, I'm going to go to your Instagram page. I don't have time to scroll through and see all of the stuff about you on Instagram and then go to Facebook and learn more and then go to YouTube and learn more and then go to TikTok and learn more. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to find you on Instagram and say, I really like what you're doing. I really like what I'm seeing. Let me go learn more about you and go to your website so I can see the whole story. So your social media is the soundbite. The website is the full story. You take me to the website. Mm. I give you my information. You get my email address and then I'm yours. Then you can do whatever you want with me because I have committed to you as a client. So when you look at your one-page websites, there's a couple of benefits to it. They're easier on your budget. You can expand them as your business expands. They're also very flexible. Because what I found with working with beginning clients is when you come up with your your proof of concept and you say, I'm going to go out and start selling this. And as you start tweaking what you're doing and you start modifying it based on the feedback you're getting and the clients that you're getting, you're going to change things anyway. If you've just created this big full-blown website and you have to go in and start changing things, it's going to take a while. But if you have something light and flexible and agile, like a one pager, you can go in and tweak and change pretty easily as your business evolves and as your business changes, then you can expand it. Once you kind of get settled on a concept and you get settled on your services and your your messages, you can expand it as your company grows or as you grow, or in Kathy's case, as you spend more time retiring, you know, you can pull it back or take it, take it out. Um, It's more cost-effective. It gives you quicker load times because it's peppier. 87% of your potential clients will look at your business online, on mobile. Even at our age, mobile could be a tablet, but they're probably not sitting at their desktop going through it. You know, we're we're a little bit of a of a different animal because our age, we still have desktop. We still are used to de- uh, laptop, but we will do a lot of stuff on a tablet because we can see it better than a than a phone. <laughs> but we still use phones, so you want it to be mobile responsive, and you want it to be easy to navigate, which a one page is. You typically don't have layers and layers of a menu at the top. And when you have a one pager, there are some best practices that you do. You want to make it full. You want to make it look aesthetically pleasing. You want it to flow. You want the menu at the top to scroll down. And most people, even since I do this for a living, sometimes I have to really stop and look, is this a one pager or is this a full site because of the way they have it set up? Best practices, regardless of whether you're doing a one pager or a, you know, a bazillion pager. As small business owners, we want to make sure, and Ruthie does this. In fact, when I was first introduced to Ruthie, one of the things that drew me to her was her branding. I love going online and having her relate to Carol Brady, who I relate to. She's us. I knew her. I knew exactly who she was. (laughs) Yes. But you also want to have branded photos of you. You know, stay away from stock photos It's okay to fill in with stock photos, but always have good branded photos taken. 
And when you do your branded photos for your website, you want to make sure you're using a branding photographer, not a headshot photographer, because they're two very different things. A lot of times they'll, they'll both do the same, but just make sure, ask them if they do branded or lifestyle photos. It does make when, a difference. It does. It does make a huge difference. And when you do it, you want to tell them you need horizontal pictures, which most photographers really hate to take. Mm-hmm. You know, I usually go to photo shoots with my clients and I make them and I stand there and say, okay, let's look at them. Because you can always make vertical from horizontal, but you can't make horizontal from vertical. So those are two good tips. And ask them when you're doing this, it's going to feel very awkward when you see the pictures, but you want you for 90% of your pictures, you want you either on the left or the right side so that you have space, negative space to do stuff with. Mm -hmm. And your branded photographers will know what I'm talking about because Mm -hmm. you can also use those for social media and there's other uses for them. But if you offset, you've got room to play with them. Let me interject something here. When I went for my brand photography session, there was a lot of work that went into before I ever got there. There was a whole spreadsheet. She asked me about my brand, about who was my target audience and what was I specifically selling or marketing? What kind of pictures would I like? What did I need? Did I have props? Were they color branded? Did I need her to bring anything? And it just opened up this whole thought process for me. Well, yeah, I need a ring light. I need a microphone. I need my phone. I need a beach pillow. i I brought so much stuff. It was, I couldn't carry it all in one trip. And so we did so much homework before the photo session that we were able to bang it out and get it done. And everyone has said since then, your photos are so branded. She captured the essence of who you are and your message. And I said, well, there was a lot of homework on the back end, but it was worth it. It were, it's worth every ounce of it. Yeah. So there's all kinds of fun things you can do to, to make your pictures stand out. Cause that's, you know, to me, if business isn't fun, it, there's, it's not worth doing. So exactly. You know, the last thing I want to talk to you about is testimonials, you know, the social proof of making sure you have testimonials and feel free to ask your clients for testimonials. But when you do it, are any of you using chat GPT? It's kind of fun to play around with and you can go in and pop in what you do and you can ask for five questions that you can ask your clients about how you've served them, how you've helped them. So what I've been doing for my clients is going in and getting five really cool questions that relate to what they do and how they've served their clients so that their testimonials are not just, oh, Kathy really helped me. Jennifer's great. I loved working with her. Yeah, that's what we get a lot of the times. But if Mm -hmm. you ask them really pointed questions, then they'll give you really pointed answers and you can mold. And in spite of what people tell you, you can edit testimonials. (laughs) As long as you're not changing, don't make it from a bad one to a good one, so to speak. But you you, you can edit around them so that they will reflect what you need them to. And then what I do is I send them back to the client and said, I've edited this, will you check it and just make sure it's good. But you can also ask those questions on video. So if I were to say, Jennifer... Describe to me what makes working with Ruthie different than other business coaches that you've worked with. Then I'll say, will you repeat that back to me as a sentence? 
Ruthie is different from other coaches I've worked with because blah, 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 blah. That makes an excellent testimonial. And you can use that as a video. You can use that in your, you know, on your website. There's any, you can use it in social media. There's a number of ways you can do that. I like those pointed questions. I like that. That is a great idea. Yeah. And, you know, you can make up your own, or like I said, chat GPT, Mm -hmm. make them up for for some help. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Always have your social media links on them. I don't put put my social media links front and center on my websites because I don't want them to leave the website to go check out social media. Mm -hmm. Once they scroll through it and they stay on my website, then they can go to social media. But I want them, I want Google to see that they've stayed on my website for a long time. Yeah. Actually, we don't either. Yeah. Ours are all the way at the bottom. Yeah. You want to keep keep people on your website as long as possible. Mm-hmm. Frequently asked questions, even on a one pager, frequently asked questions are a great way to update content and to add content to your website. And if you find, if you've got five frequently asked questions that somebody might ask you, then Kathy, what is the best way for me to plan my time when I'm retired? If you're getting that a lot, put that as a question on your website and then answer it. And then maybe two months from now, you might go back and revise the answer or put a new quick, a new question on it. And what that does is it gives you new content, which helps you with your SEO. Lori, so if it's a one page, is it like a WordPress one page or is it something else or? Yeah, I do WordPress. I grew up with WordPress. I love WordPress because WordPress will make your shopping list. It'll go cook dinner for you. And it almost cleans up the dishes afterwards because it can do Mm -hmm. anything. And it's also, it started out originally with bloggers. Somebody in their infinite wisdom say, Hey, there's a lot of bloggers out there. Now let's make it easy for them. So we're going to create WordPress today. It's, you know, it's not quite as easy as it used to be, but it's still a very good platform. It's very SEO friendly, but you can do the same thing on a Wix. You can do the same thing on a Squarespace. You can do the same thing on a GoDaddy builder. They, you know, it's how you set it up and how you lay it out. You want to make sure you have a header and a footer and a contact form on that one page. The rest of it is whatever you want it to be. And I just, I personally like WordPress because again, I own it or you own mm-hmm. it. You That's know, it's I the, like it too. Wix or Squarespace, it's it's still rented. See, the, I didn't know that, but I know so many people have gone to those two platforms and I didn't really know why. It's so, it's because they don't have to pay for hosting then. Well, you still, is. you, for their for their free versions that has, you know, Squarespace and Wix at the bottom or Weebly or whatever else there is out there. I don't think you have to pay for those. I think they are free is free, but you are very limited in what you can do. Okay. If you pay a little bit, you get their hosting and you get, you can, you don't have to have their branding on your site and Mm -hmm. you get a little bit more functionality and they're perfect for somebody who's starting out that doesn't want to spend a lot of money on things. Uh Uh-huh. Ultimately, I'd love to see you have a professionally designed website because unless you're a website designer, and I I tell this story, when I was in seventh grade, I took sewing that summer. My mom taught me how to sew and I made my dress going to seventh grade. And I was so proud of my my dress that I wore to seventh grade. But I got this, I got to my first day and I got so made fun of because everybody knew it was homemade, but me. (laughs) So it's kind of the same thing. You know, when you, when you have a homemade website, you just have to be Mm -hmm. careful. If you're not a designer, it's going to look, but there's templates out there. There's, there's ways to work around it. There's ways you can do it. That's some good stuff. Well, Lori, I want to respect your time. We are right at an hour. 
Okay. And um, I'm so thankful that you came and cleared up all of our mystery questions about our website. This was really well worth it. How do we get a hold of you, Lori? Ignitingyourbusiness.com. Or you could go to lorilyons360.com. We'll give you everything about me. <laughs> it's my, there my go. big contact information stuff. This was worth the price. Whatever we paid for this mentorship, which I can't even remember, this was worth it. I think you kept Jennifer and I out of the insane asylum. <laughs> hey, 100%. Very yes. good. Very good. Make it live. Nobody's going to know what's not done except for you. Uh, and what a relief. <laughs> what a relief. Yeah. It'll just be between us. No one else yeah. will know. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Well, thank you it's so been much. It's a pleasure. Again, you guys had some great questions. So thank you. Yeah. Uh, Thanks Lori. a lot, Lori. Bye. Are you on Instagram? Me? Ignitingyourbusiness.com. Or okay. igniting your business. Yeah. Igniting on Instagram. Business. Okay. On Instagram. Igniting awesome. I'll, I'll, okay. I'll post it and tag y'all and y'all can share it. Okay. Perfect. That yeah. And my, my podcast is called the Encore Entrepreneur. And so, listen. you know, shameless plug to go subscribe and listen. <laughs> What a great conversation, huh? Did you learn something today? I sure did. And I promise the full video will deliver even more value because Lori shows us examples of one-page websites and what they should include. So be sure to click on the one-page website training link in the show notes to view or listen to the full training on our private podcast called 2024 Marketing for Creatives. And don't forget to connect with Lori on Instagram at Igniting Your Business and check out her podcast, The Encore Entrepreneur, for even more insights into the world of online marketing. And if you need a website design or a one page, Lori can give you the hookup. Thanks for listening today. Until next week, be sure to share your message, your way in your own authentic voice and website.